Just do something different. Make a big decision. Quit the job. Leave the guy. Move out on your own. Get a new place. Change your environment. Move to another state. Do something drastic, something radical, something crazy that you've been thinking about doing forever, that you've been talking yourself out of. Just fucking do it and watch the magic happen. Expect magic. Expect miracles because guess what? The things that will happen are even better than you can even plan for yourself. Welcome to the Trading Raw Stories podcast. I'm Rita Pirat, the host with the most inspiring stories that you ever did hear. Back in the day when the day was back, I was known as the juicing queen. I became raw vegan overnight after watching a documentary called Food Matters. Changing what I was putting in and on my body didn't just make me lose weight and have great skin. It gave me mind clarity, more energy, and over time made me so self-aware and intuitive that I vibrate on a higher frequency and level of consciousness that's turned me into a manifesting queen. I've lived like nine lives and have amazing stories to share that may inspire you to finally leave that toxic guy you're with. Quit that miserable job you hate, start that business you've been talking about forever, and at the very least, you'll probably start saying yes more often and eat more vegetables. I'm your tell it like you need to hear it and make you do it, sister from another mister. I've lived quite the life and have stories for days that have inspired women to transform their lives in real big ways. So I created this podcast to share my insane and unbelievable stories with the world to reach whoever needs to hear them. I'll bring on inspiring humans to trade stories with me, and I'll even have some live coaching sessions with listeners calling in. You're here because you were meant to find this podcast, this community, these raw stories. There are no coincidences. Everything happens for you, not to you, and I'm so glad you're here. Hey, welcome to the Trading Raw Stories podcast. It's Rita. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for choosing to spend your time listening to this podcast. It means the world to me. You could be doing anything else in the world, but you are here listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Sending you so much love. I hope that it is serving you in a way that is feeding your soul, is just meeting you where you are or exactly what you needed in the moment that you needed it. And I know that it has been for a lot of people who have taken the time to leave a review. Oh my gosh, these reviews are filling up my cup. Thank you for taking the time to say something super nice and sweet and encouraging and share how this podcast has impacted you. It's really just my God, the, the the best feeling in the world. So thank you so much for taking the time to do that too. And uh, just a few housekeeping items. Want to kind of keep you in the loop of what's going on here. I'm kind of behind on editing episodes because they're just... Oh, so many because so many people are reaching out wanting to come on and do a story with me, which is so exciting. Um, I may need some help with editing, but it's so much fun doing it because it's kind of like my magic. I'm in my element and I love it. It lights me up. It's so much fun. So I have a bunch of episodes with amazing spiritual humans that are going to teach you so many things that you would normally have to pay to learn from a coach, right? And I also have Nancy Levin. Oh my gosh, I'm recording with her on Saturday. So if you have any questions that you want me to ask her, if you're not familiar with who she is, look her up. She's amazing. She is the queen on setting boundaries. She's written a book called Jump and Your Life Will Appear. And she's also written Permission to Put Yourself First as well as Boundaries Will Set You Free. 
And I learned about her in Spirit Junkie Masterclass, Gabby Bernstein's program. She was one of the guest teachers and I fell in love with her immediately. I was just like, oh my gosh, who is this woman? I need her in my life and I've been following her ever since. It's so funny that I one day was at an event in California called Coach Con. That, that's a, a whole universe story of guiding me there, which is crazy. So I'll, I'll tell the story when I talk with Nancy on Saturday. But I just wanted to give you a little bit of a heads up that she's coming on. Send me your questions for her, anything relationship related, um, childhood trauma related, boundaries, putting yourself first, um, people pleasing. She is the queen of all of that. I'm so freaking excited to have her on. And today is super special because I'm not sharing an episode where I'm interviewing. What am I talking about? I don't interview people. I have raw conversations with them. Huh. Anyway, so I'm not sharing one of those episodes today. Today, I'm actually sharing an episode where I was the guest on someone's podcast. I was the one being interviewed, like a legit interview, right? And so you'll get to hear my story. I get super vulnerable. I share a story that I have never told anyone outside of my immediate trust circle, if you will, right? Like I'm typically a very open book and I've been just sharing this story as needed. I've not said it publicly and it's just pretty crazy that I that I opened up in this way and I'm super raw and real in this one. So I really hope you enjoy it. I'm going to go ahead and share it with you now. Welcome to the Small Victories Podcast. I'm your host, Pauline Victoria, an inspirational thought leader that offers transformational perspectives based on my unique experiences as a woman born without arms and legs. I feel like my life has been full of small victories that has led me to discover the greatness within. I believe that there is no summit upon which we reach our greatness. I believe it is a culmination of small victories achieved moment by moment when we turn toward the inward battle where we get to choose despair or hope, misery or miracles, defeat or victory. My goal is to awaken your potential, your purpose and your power so that you can discover the greatness that lives within you. Think of this podcast as your weekly portion of tools, stories and teachings that help you reflect on the small victories in your life. Thanks for tuning in and let's begin. Thanks for joining another episode of the Small Victories Podcast. There's a quote by Seneca that says, luck is when opportunity meets preparation. And part of that preparation is getting into a positive mindset and harnessing the power of yes. Today, we're talking with Rita Pira, who has lived quite an adventurous life, but that would not have been so had she not been willing to be courageous and stretch herself beyond her comfort zone to say yes. Rita, thanks for being on the show. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here with you. You and I have spoken a few times prior to this call that our listeners are listening to. And you, I've told you this, you have such a big energy. It's so <laughs> contagious. And I'm so excited about having you on my podcast because it is the Small Victories podcast. And I love that the word yes is three letters. Yes. And how many times have we stopped ourselves from doing things that we really want to or we know we're called to because we were too afraid to say those three letters? Yes. Yep. And yep. so 
I really want our audience to be able to hear your story and through your story and whatever else you want to teach us to know that yes is not a, it's not a four letter word, guys. It is a three letter word and we should use it more often and see (laughs) up because uh, we say yes. So Rita, I want to start at the beginning. I'd love for you just to tell us a little bit about yourself and if is there a story that you would like to highlight that shows the power of yes oh my gosh yes absolutely and i love i love how you said that it's not a four-letter word and we should use it more often because our fear really does keep us stuck and it's so sad because we have these beautiful inspired ideas and they don't come to us for no reason and i'll share a story a perfect example of this so i was working at a bank at a call center and I'm sitting in my cubicle and I'm looking for another job and on Craigslist. And this is before Craigslist was creepy, right? And so I, I'm, I stumbled upon some application for something called the truth tour. And I fill this out and it's asking me really weird questions. Like, what would you do with a million dollars? And I was like, oh, well, I'd buy everybody in their mother's gas because gas was like $5 a gallon almost at that time. Um, and mind you, this is in Chicago. And so I fill this application out and then they call me, I don't know how much time passed and hey, we want to set up a 15 minute phone interview. Awesome. Did that. Some time passed. Hey, congratulations. You made it to the next round. We want to set up a a three minute video, you know, send us a three minute video of yourself. And I was like, okay, cool. Did that. I don't know how much time passed, Pauline. I, I honestly have no clue. But then they called me again and they said, congratulations, you made it to the next round. We want you to fly to New York to audition in person. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Wow. You know, I'm just going with the flow and, you know, I'm not thinking, oh, I'll never get this. Why would I even bother trying? Like all these negative thoughts, the the negative self-talk really keeps us stuck from even pursuing things that we want. And so I... I was like, okay, I'm going, I'm going to New York to audition. That's it. Like I'm saying, yes, period. I have to go. Right. Because the thought of what if, like, what, what if I don't, what if I do, I hate the, I hate sitting with the what if. And so I go to my, my boss's office and I say to her, Hey, I have this opportunity to go to audition um, for this, for this tour in New York and whatnot. And I need these couple days off here. And she was like, no, I'm sorry. We can't give you the days off. And I was like, well, um, well, uh, uh, well I'm going to go anyway. Like, I have to. I, I have to. Like, there's no way that I can't, I could get this far and then be like, oh, roadblock and stop. No way. No way. So then I told her that. And I said, I'm sorry, I, I'm going to go anyway. And she looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> and so I, I booked my flight and I did all that. And I flew to New York. I did the audition. And wouldn't you know that I got picked? out of thousands of people in the entire country that applied for this tour thing. And so instead of sitting in that cubicle for, you know, whatever time I would have stayed at that job, who knows, right? But I had rent to pay. I had a car payment. I had bills. Anyone in their right mind would talk themselves out of it because the logical thing is to not do it. The logical thing is I need this job. I need to pay my bills. I I can't just go and audition, I probably won't get it anyway. And so then after the tour, I went back to Chicago and I get a phone call from somebody and they were like, hey, you wanna come to Vegas? We're doing a show. And I was like, okay. So now I have confidence in saying yes. That's the beauty of saying yes, is you build the confidence in saying yes. 
And so once you say yes and you get a small victory and then you get more confidence in saying yes again and again and again, and you notice how the universe is just hooking you up left and right. There's signs left and right. And as I'm saying that, my sign is showing to me right now. It says it's 444 and 44 is my number. And it's my sign from the universe that I'm in alignment, that I'm in the flow and I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing. You see that magic? It follows me. It gl- it's just, I'm, I'm that aligned. And so that's basically a little bit of the yes story. And I feel like I could keep talking and talking and talking and carry it on to what happened in Vegas and how I, do you want me to tell that part of the- Yeah, feel free. Oh, yes. Okay. I mean, the crazy thing is that if I didn't say yes, I would have been sitting in that cubicle and instead of waking up in a different city every single day. Katy Perry was on the tour, Gym Class Heroes, Cobra Starship, a hundred other bands. I don't even know their names. And I woke, I was sleeping on a tour, waking up on a tour bus. I was, they put a microphone in my hand, Pauline, and they said, here, go ahead. I was an MC and I never did that before. And I had no idea what I was doing. But the second they put a microphone in my hand, I lit up and I had so much fun. And I was so, I was like, wow, I love this. Give me the microphone back. And that's when I realized my passion and my gift and my, my just love for being in front of people on a stage with a microphone in my hand. And I didn't even know it. I wouldn't have known it if I didn't say yes to that. And so many things happened in my life later on that I'm connecting the dots now, like way, way down the line, I ended up dating somebody who lived in New York while I was living in Arizona. And he happened to do the tour a couple years before me. Okay. And so he reached out and we're, we're just, you know, dating long distance. It, it turns out that he also did the tour. So if I never did the tour, I would have never met him. I would have never lived in New York. And then suddenly I get, um, I'm, the universe is like, Hey, why aren't you doing anything with this? This is your talent. This is your gift. You're so good with people. You talk and this and this and that, and you're, you're good at relationships and teaching and all that. It's like, and I'm like, no, who am I to do this? Who am I to be a public speaker? Who am I to, you know, who listen to me? I don't have anything to say. That imposter syndrome kicks in. And then guess what happens? Suddenly, out of nowhere, I get offered a teaching job at a college in New York. Guess what I was teaching, Pauline? What? Public speaking. (laughs) So that's the universe. Like, hey, dumbass, what else do you need here? Is this enough credential for you? Like, is this a good enough credential? You know, and so that's like fast forwarding to the magic that was happening later on, but all my stories are connected and everyone has the magic in them. It's about tapping into it and it's about just allowing the universe to hook you up by not blocking yourself by saying no. So saying yes to the things that are coming your way, the opportunities that are just showing up in your life and you're shutting the door. You're shutting the door instead of going, let's see what you got. Bring it on. I know it's going to be good for me or whatever it is, is going to be for me because everything happens for you, not to you. And that's the magic, right? And so when I, after the tour ended and I mentioned I was going back home to Chicago and I was like, how do I go back to normal life? This is crazy. And so someone calls me and, hey, you want to come to to, uh, Vegas? We're doing a show. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So then I book my flight and I fly to to uh, California, to Vegas. And I only go there for three days. And I've never been there before. And my mom was like, where are you going? You just got back. You've been gone three months. I'm like, I'll be back, mom. You know? And so I'm in Vegas on my third day, an hour before my flight, suitcase in my hand, ready to go home back to Chicago. And I'm standing there in front of the MGM Grand waiting for the shuttle. And I'm like, looking up at the sky, I'm like, 
palm trees, great weather, pool party happening right now. Why would I go back to Chicago? I should stay. So I had this inspired thought downloaded to me. Stay. Why are you going home for? Stay. Have fun. They, you got a bonus check from tour. You're okay. You have the money. Like, chill out. Stay. Stay a while. Explore. And engage with your environment. Don't rush back to normal life and get a job and all those things that you need to do. And so what happens is I turn around and I give my suitcase to the bellhop and I go, hey, can you watch this for me? And I gave him a five and I'm walking toward the casino floor and I didn't even make it a quarter way in like through the casino. I get stopped dead in my tracks, almost as if though the universe sent someone straight into my path to, to just stop me. And he goes, hey, where are you going? And I'm like, I don't know. I just am missing my flight on purpose right now. And he goes, that's dope. And he goes, well, I'm this uh, promoter, blah, 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 at the Bellagio at the bank nightclub. If you want to come, I got you VIP and this and that. I was like, okay, cool. Sure, why not, right? So we exchanged information and then we got together later that night. And that night, Pauline, instead of being back in Chicago, all right, unpacking my suitcase, I was shoulder to shoulder with Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay? Jaw drop right now. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So yeah, so that happened. And that's just one little thing that happened when I was in Vegas. You know what else happened? I got stopped by someone else on my way to the pool one day. And he goes, where are you going? This is apparently a, a, a common theme or common thing in my life where someone just stops me dead in my tracks and goes, where are you going? And the universe knows that's how to, that, to get my attention that way. This happened recently when I was in, I'm, I'm in San Diego, I live downtown and somebody, I'm just like walking my dog and just exploring and watching people be outside and have some food and drinks and, you know, kind of get a little bit of normal back into their lives. And I'm walking my dog and somebody, suddenly this guy, like with a group of, of people stops me and goes, Hey, where are you going? Come hang out with us. I was like, okay. And I just went and I felt like it was like meant to happen that way. My body just said, yeah, go flow, just go like say yes. And I stopped saying yes for such a long time. And my life got so boring and just like mundane. And so I, I, I'm challenging myself to say yes again. And so many things, so many magical, beautiful things are happening again. And so with being in Vegas and getting stopped again that one time, the guy goes, you want to come with me to this pay-per-view fight? It's Casimir and Vasquez or I don't know. And, and that night I went and I was fourth row at this like MGM grand pay-per-view fight that people pay so much money to sit in the fourth row. And I'm just there and I'm like, who are these people fighting? I don't even know, but I'm here. And then I ended up hanging out with Mike Tyson. I have a picture of me and him. I could show it to you. And so it's really funny because then another day I get, I, uh, get stopped while I was at the mall. Someone just stops me and hands me a business card and he's a casting director for VH1. Next thing you know, I'm in the movie The Hangover, Pauline, taking up the whole screen for six seconds in a white bikini. And none of this would have happened if I didn't say yes to quitting my job, flying to New York to, New York to audition. What? None of that would have happened if I didn't say yes and go with the flow trusting it would just work out no matter what. If I had this job, you know, if I got the audition or not, I would come back to Chicago and I would be fine. So it would work out. It would be fine. So that's what I would encourage people to do is just 
feel into something and just say yes. Just allow yourself to be and flow and just say yes and, and not block the things that are coming your way. The universe is trying to hook you up and you keep going, no, no, thanks. I'm good. I'm just going to play safe and small and I want to live a boring life and I don't want to tap into my beautiful energy or miracles that are waiting for me. Thanks. I'm good. That's what you're saying when you say no. And now I'll shut up so you can ask me a question. (laughs) (laughs) Everything that you have to say is so true. I know that from personal experience myself. And it's so important because I think for a lot of us, we're taught to stay on the safe side of the street, right? And to stay on the safe side of the street, that means we have to say no to the stuff that we don't know. Mm -hmm. The unknown, the fear of the unknown is what keeps people stuck. Yeah. Yes. Instead of being excited about it, like be excited, look forward to the amazing things that are coming, expect amazing things, expect magic and you'll get magic. Yeah. It's like the law of attraction. It's always working. Your thoughts are creating your life. So be aware of what your thoughts are. Are they negative or are they positive? Are you constantly assuming the worst or are you expecting miracles? Check your mindset. So I'm thinking about the listener who may have had opportunities come and go. And now they're like in regret. And really, that's what we have to live with when we keep saying no to opportunities is regret. Just because you've said no to past opportunities doesn't mean they won't pop up again. Because Mm. I believe that when we're supposed to be on a path, God keeps giving us doorways to walk through so we can get on the right path. Definitely. When we say no, we're blocking ourselves from moving forward on the path of our purpose. And so for that person that is just scared and they are not used to jumping outside of their comfort zone and they're not excited about uncertain circumstances, what advice would you give them to maybe be able to take a little baby step? That's a really good question. And I'm just trying to put myself in my shoes before I started saying yes to things and trying to remember me as that person who was, who had a fear-based mindset. One thing I would recommend is if you're more inclined to say no to things, it's really a fear-based mindset. And that is where you need to focus your attention on shifting from fear to love. And my recommendation would be to read this book by Marianne Williamson called A Return to Love. And you cannot read this book and not come out of it unchanged. And I think that it'll really get people to crack themselves open and to really dig deep into who they are, why they are the way they are, and to start making changes there. I would definitely start there. And like actually taking a a real action towards saying yes, just catch yourself the next time you're about to say no and reflect on that, investigate that thought. Why am I about to say no? Why am I about to say no? And then that's, that's where you could dig into that and figure out where that comes from and what's so scary. What is it blocking you? Like, why are you about to say no? What's the worst that could happen? And why are you expecting the worst? And I think if you're listening to this right now, go beyond I'm tired or I have to get up early in the morning. These are all just excuses that we use to say no. And so it could be as simple as someone saying, hey, you want to go out to dinner tonight? 
and you want to say, no, I've had a long week or no, I have to get up early in the morning. No, the kids need me. We'll find a babysitter. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have to tell you, this happened last night. Oh, I tell me. Yes. Okay. So um, it's really funny. My gosh, the timing for this. So yesterday I'm sitting on my couch and I took a break. I really needed to just relax. I was listening to my body. It's like, just lay on the couch and do nothing for a few minutes. And I realized, I'm like, I live in California. There is a beach. Why am I not going to the beach every single day? Why am I not making it a point to take myself to go to the beach? I'm going to go to the beach. So I started to look up like Pacific Beach and what's open around there and where I could hang out. And then suddenly somebody messages me that I just met and goes, hey, I'm with a bunch of friends. If you want to come and hang out, we're over here at Pacific Beach. I just was Googling Pacific Beach and about to take myself there or make plans to take myself there. So the universe heard me and was like, here you go. Here's an opportunity. Let's see what you do with it. And I immediately started to write to this person. I almost said, no, I'm going to work on my podcast and, you know, no, I'm, I have so much to do and whatever excuse. And I caught myself about to say no and make an excuse. And I was like, no, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go and explore and, and, and experience life instead of sit here on my couch. And I'm so glad that I did because I met so many cool people and I had such a good time. And it was like, I was hanging out and I was at the beach and it just was such a lovely time. And I'm, and I met an amazing girl that I would have never met if I didn't go. And she also lived in Arizona or lives there now. And I, we were talking about how, when I lived there, everything happens for a reason and more than just for a reason for you. It happens for you. The lessons you're supposed to learn, things will keep repeating, will keep coming your way because it's like the universe knocking, knocking, knocking. Hey, this is for you. Pay attention. Hey, this is for you. You ready yet? Hey, this is for you. You're going to learn this lesson yet or do I need to make you go through it again? And so you either learn your lessons through joy or pain and it's up to you. So you say yes to things that come your way you experience life, you learn the lessons you're supposed to learn. And if you don't learn them, they keep coming, they keep showing up until you do. And that's like an example with relationships. We date the, we date the same person over and over and over again, just with a different face, you know, until you learn the lesson or heal the thing you're supposed to heal. And so it's our, it's our mindsets, our fear-based mindset that we've learned and our brains. It's because it's not your fault. It's not your fault, you listener. Hey, hey you, are you hearing me right now? It's not your fault. Your brain is designed to keep you safe. It's not your fault, but you can take control over it, can take, take, take control of it and go, you know what? No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say yes. I'm not going to be afraid. There's nothing that's going to hurt me. Whatever happens is meant for me. I will be okay no matter what. And if you just keep saying that, it'll be true. And if you say it enough, you'll believe it. And then that's your new belief system. Have you ever had a time when you've said yes, when the answer should have been no. Oh yes. But it was for me again, something terrible happened to me. Terrible. The worst thing you could ever imagine Pauline. Okay. And I'm happy to share the story. I've never shared the story publicly before. And I was thinking about this earlier today and I was like, should I share that? Because that's me telling something very personal, that's very like, it could shame my family or get people talking and then instead, of, but you know what? It'll help somebody. And that's 
more important than what people will say about it. That that's it. So I, I'm going to tell you. So I was hanging out with a friend of mine I've known since I was a kid. And we were just playing a game. We were young. We were in our 20s, right? We're driving. And he hit on this girl that pulled up, like, like stopped at a red light. And, and uh, he hit on her, got her phone number. And then he's like, your turn. And he picked out, he actually picked out the person for me to be like, hey, what's up? How are you? What's your phone number? Let's hang out sometime. You know, like, like let's, you know, so he picked the person out and I picked the person out. So it was like a, like a stupid game. Okay. And then that night this person messaged me and he goes, Hey, what's up? We're going to go shoot pool. Do you want to come? And I was like, yeah, okay. And I was trying to find a friend to come along and I couldn't find anyone to come along. And so I was like, whatever, I'll still go. So I get picked up by this person and his cousin. And I, at first was not really, I felt a little like weird. I was like, nah, it's, it's all right. It'll be fine. It's not a big deal. Like, you know, and so we went to shoot pool and I apparently pay such good attention to detail and I didn't even realize this about myself. Um, but I, I paid attention to things and I just, you know, absorbed a lot and subconsciously maybe. Um, and so we, we were shooting pool and all that. And then at the end of the night, he's dropping off his cousin and then it's my turn to get dropped off. So then he pulls over alongside some, some construction area. Like there's a bunch of houses alongside a train and this is in Chicago and he just pulls up at parks and I'm like, what's going on? Um, you know, you're taking me home or what's up? Like, so then he's like, yeah, let's just sit and talk for a while. I was like, ah, I'd really like to go home. Like, can we just go? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go in a minute. And then my phone rings. And so I answer the phone. It's a friend of mine. And he goes, Hey, what's up? What are you doing? I was like, Oh, nothing. I'm just out like with somebody and I'm, I'm about to go home. And this, the guy who's driving the car or parked, he grabs my phone, like grabs my hand so hard that it, it cracked my nails. And I freaked out. I was like, what the heck is happening? And I'm on the, I'm the person who's still on the phone and hearing this, right? So he grabs my phone from my hand and I'm pulling away and I'm like reacting like, what in the hell? What is happening right now? And then he climbs like over and I, I, I reclined my seat back and I'm trying to like slide back away from him. And I end up in the back seat on my back. He mounts on top of me. And the next thing you know, my face is getting punched, beaten in. I'm getting punched in the face. My face is bleeding, black and blue by the end of the night. Then I, I turn over on my stomach and I, I see, I notice that it's a four, it's a four door car. So I try to open the door and climb out. He pulls me back with my hair and he's choking me to the point where I can't even get a sound out. I'm like, <laughs> like, I can't get a sound out. That is how tightly he's choking me. Then he tried to snap my neck, literally snap it. And then I'm, I'm frightened. I'm, I'm, my face is pressed against the glass. I'm looking out at this like deserted area. And this thought crosses my mind. Holy crap. My mom was right. I'm going to end up lying naked in a ditch somewhere because of the way that I was going in my life. I was just hanging out and, you know, stupid early twenties, you know, like hanging out with friends and drinking and going out and just complete disregard for any, you know, like, I was in that phase. Okay. 
And so I'm sure people who are listening have gone through that or something similar at some point, right? We grew out, we grow out of it, or we hope that we do. And so I think that this happened for me. I said yes to this whole thing. And it's so crazy that my friend is the one that like picked out the person. And it was almost like, it was like an intuitive kind of like download from the universe. Like this person will teach her the lesson, choose him for this whole, like the, the game, the idea for the game. Where did that come from? Him choosing that exact person. Where did that come from? Right? Like it's all planned kind of like a curriculum I'm supposed to learn or something. And everyone has their own individual curriculum, their own lessons they're supposed to learn. And the universe is trying to teach you and help you grow and all of that. And so then anyway, so basically what ends up happening is I'm bleeding everywhere. I, I literally pissed myself out of fear and he tried to rape me. And I, I, I had this idea to just laugh to make to to just confuse him and it worked i started laughing as he was going to rape me and he's like what's so funny i said you'll find out later making him think i have an std or aids or something to scare him into not doing this and it's it's crazy because then he stopped but I heard him like pull out a condom wrapper and like, I'm like freaking out like, oh no. So then I try to open the door again. And suddenly this time he pushes me out of it. I don't know why, but he pushed me out of the car at this point. And then I climb out and I kick off whatever clothing I had that was like pulled down on me because he was going to rape me. And I, I, I took off running, but then I, I turned back around and I ran back toward the car. Why did I do that? Because I had the sudden idea to go and see the license plate number. And I, I saw the plate number. I said it to myself 10 times and I ran, I ran, I ran saying the plate number in my head. Okay. I go and I look for cover. I'm like, please God, don't let him come after me. Don't let him come after me. And I, I get to someone's doorstep and I just sit there and I call 911. Oh, oh, another part of the story I completely forgot. He was like, where's your phone? And my stuff was in the front seat. He's like, where's your phone? I, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. But I had put it inside of my top. And because I saw it on the floor and I grabbed it and I put it inside my top and I hit the silent button. So I had it on me. And I was like, oh my gosh, if I keep this on me, I'll be okay. If I get out of here, I'll be okay. And so then I ended up on that doorstep and I called the police. And once they answered 911, hello. And I, and I tried to get words out, but I couldn't even speak because of how hard he choked me. I couldn't get words out. And then I threw up. I'm on the 911 tape throwing up before I could say a word, before I could utter a word. And then um, the police come and then they take me in and I'm at the hospital and all these different things. The detectives um, go like, how did you know to do that? How did you know to remember his license plate and the city sticker and the car and the everything? Like, how did you know to do that? I even knew his tattoos. I knew every, like so many things I paid attention to, where we were, the things across the street. I didn't even realize that I absorbed and observed all of that. But then, um, so I end up having to face him in court. And the day I show up in court, the detectives didn't recognize me. Why? Because my hair is how you see it today. And the way I was dressed was not the way I dressed back then. I was in my pencil skirt and heels and I became this professional classy woman instead of this little wannabe thug that I was, right? Like I was dressing a certain way, speaking a certain way. And I just, it's, it was not me. It was not me. I just tried on a version of myself and it was not me. And so I guess the universe made this happen to shake me out of that because it, it did. And instead of it 
making me go down this like rabbit hole of depression or um, punishing myself in whatever ways with like drugs or something like that. I've never done any drugs. I, I, I didn't join a gang. I didn't do anything like that. But I could have gone down a different path. But instead, it shook me out of that and made me the woman I am today. I stepped into who I was meant to be. And I took, and the way I even tell the story, can you tell I'm not crying? I'm not sad about it because it happened, but it's not something that I carry with me every day. It doesn't define who I am. I don't need to carry the past with me. I made peace with it. I made peace with the past and it happened for me, not to me. So anything that people have in their past that is, you know, breaking them or keeping them in this like broken state. You know, I don't mean to call people broken, but if you're carrying something painful, you have to find a way to make peace with it and realize that it happened for you, not to you. And then that way you can be, have a healthy, like healthy memory of it, healthy image of it in your mind and have it strengthen you. And so I had to face him in court. And wouldn't you know that he was a correctional officer married with children? Can you believe that? Wow. So that, that's one thing that I said yes to, right? Trusting. And maybe that was also a lesson in that to not trust people so quickly the way that I do. And I still am very trusting, very open, very friendly, and I'm welcoming to complete strangers. I, I say hello to everyone. I'm very, very outgoing, very friendly. And I want to encourage people to do the same, to like approach people with love, not fear. And now more than ever because of the pandemic and us wearing masks and being so afraid to get close to one another and like have conversations and get to know people, like we don't even get to know our neighbors anymore. We don't, you know, like someone moves into the neighborhood, you don't go and bring them like a casserole, welcome to the neighborhood. Like people don't do that anymore. More, you know, and I just met some neighbors in the elevator that just moved across the street from me and I had a great conversation with them and I may just go bake some muffins and bring them over like, hey, welcome. Like, you know, why not? Why not? Yeah. But so, yeah. So that, that's something that I said yes to that was like, you know, I could have said no and who knows what would have happened, but I'm glad it did because maybe I would have stayed in that phase a lot longer. You see, so that's how I'm so grateful that that happened. I could be great. If I can be grateful that someone tried to rape me and kill me, then what can you be grateful for that happened in your past? Or that's a current thing that's happening right now. How can you look at it and go, this is happening for me right now. Look for the lesson. Look for what you're supposed to learn, where you're supposed to grow. Yeah. That's what I would encourage people to do. And I know we're talking about just like saying yes and all that, but it turned into a whole lot more, huh? <laughs> well, because <laughs> we said yes. <laughs> yes, I love it. So I, you know, I think that's a powerful story though, because people could have pointed the finger. You could have pointed the finger and, and use that, that incident, that circumstance as an excuse to never say yes again. Right. Right. Yeah. And you chose to shift your perspective. It's almost like a reframing, mm-hmm. right? That it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. Even that is such a powerful statement we can apply to our lives. Yeah. That's my mantra. Everything happens for you, not to you. It comes out of my mouth one way or another. I don't know where it came from, but I think it was a recent involvement in me saying everything happens for a reason. I always say now it's, it's deeper than that. It's happening for you, not to you. And there's another word you used. And I just want to um, dig a little bit deeper on that word 
and then we'll wrap up. But the word that you used was alignment mm. and alignment and magic. Those are the mm. two words that if you're in alignment, then magic will happen. Even yeah. down to the numbers, the the time that you noted, 444 and, um, you know, alignment, that's a word that is thrown around a lot, especially if we believe in the law of attraction and in manifestations. Right. To you, what does that word mean, alignment, when someone is in alignment? Such a good question. Oh my gosh. I think so much goes into that. I think it's, it's about being your truest, authentic self and recognizing that you are energy, that everything is energy and the energy you're vibrating comes from the beliefs that you have. So if you figure out what your beliefs are and then make sure that that's in alignment with who you want to be and the life you want to live. Wow, this is such a good question. Okay, so for me, it started with my diet. And I know that you, don't, you wouldn't expect to hear that as an answer, but in 2010, I watched a documentary called Food Matters. And that night after watching that documentary, I became raw vegan. For an entire year, I started juicing. I was eating raw fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. That's it. And I was creating beautiful meals out of them. By eating vegetables, fruits, nuts, and seeds, you're eating high vibrating foods. As a human, the foods that we are meant to consume are fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Not Captain Crunch cereal, not Flamin' Hot Cheetos, not McDonald's, not these things that man created. We're supposed to eat what's found in nature. And arguably even, even dairy and, and meat, those things, like I can go into that a little bit, but like with, with, with eating animals like meat, they are killed. You know, when someone is trying to kill you like me, when someone was trying to kill me, I felt fear. And when you feel fear, adrenaline runs through your body, through your blood, and that's a negative emotion. So the highest vibrating emotion or highest vibration is love. The lowest frequency is like fear, hate, anger, resentment. So if you're carrying fear and hate and anger and resentment in your heart and in your body by the foods that you're eating or by the people in your life or by the things you're consuming on TV and you know around you, the types of people you have around you, you're absorbing that energy and you are becoming that energy. So if you have to get yourself to the highest vibrating energy in order to get in alignment with yourself, with your source, with your, with your source, with your soul, with your inner being, with who you're meant to be. So you tap into that and that's how you figure that out and get closer and closer and closer. So over the years with me being vegan and juicing, I've been flooding my body with good stuff, right? And so it's given me this high level of energy and clarity, this mind clarity, this like connection, this intuition. It's been enhancing and enhancing and enhancing over the years. And I'm flooding my aware. Like I don't even watch TV really. I just, any chance I get, I'm listening to something that's going to teach me something or make me more aware of something like a podcast or um, I'm reading a book or any chance I get, I'm listening to something good. I'm keeping good things around me and I'm putting good things in me. And so naturally my vibration is higher and higher and higher. And that's how I'm in alignment. Then I start noticing the signs and you make up a sign and you say, my sign is this. And then you tell the universe that, and then you start to notice it. And it's like, pay attention. When you, when you see something, you see your sign, you go, wait, okay, what's happening right now? I'm supposed to pay attention to this. 
there's something here, there's something here. And so that's what it is to be in alignment. It's when you're connected to a high vibration of yourself to the universe, to the food you're eating, to the people that are around you, to what you want to do with your life, to finding your passion and finding your purpose and feeling in a flow where everything is happening for you, not to you. And everything is great. No matter what, you're going to be supported. You're good. No matter what, just having that strong faith, that strong belief and, and carrying that every day, that's alignment. Wow. That is amazing <laughs> because it, it's so practical. Mm. I feel like alignment, manifestation, there are all these high level words that we are like, woo, woo, woo. woo, woo. Uh, yeah. It's so woo, woo. You're right. Yes. And <laughs> Uh, what you just did is you ground it in some real life example wow. of how you can bring alignment to each person or how each person can bring alignment to themselves. Gosh, Pauline, I love you so much right now. <laughs> I didn't even realize that I did that. And you made, you basically, I'm taking the woo out of the woo. Yeah. Or I'm making the woo more normal. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's great. So Rita, you you teach a lot about mindset and perspective and you know eating raw to help bring that clarity to your mind i teach a lot on mindset and for a lot of people they're just concepts mm. and what you're doing that doing with the concepts is you're grounding them in ways that people can actually do something about the concepts they can apply the concepts so yeah. Alignment is being aware of what's in you, around you, how you're moving through the world and how source is, is guiding you. And so yeah. it's, it's this beautiful flow. You also use the word flow. It's this beautiful yeah. flow of how we're supposed to be. And you know what? It is. You're right. You're absolutely right. And I love the way you said that. It's so perfect. And I hope that whoever is listening, rewind it and listen to that again because that is the magic. That is, that is really it right there. Everything that's around you, everything you're putting in you, just what you're absorbing. And also the, that the fact that the universe, source, God, whatever it is for you, it is undeniable. It is real. And it's happening all around you like gravity. It does not stop. Okay. So be aware of your thoughts, the negative thoughts, the positive thoughts, like your thoughts create your reality. And so check your thoughts. And we have 70,000 ish thoughts a day. Like, do you know how many of them are negative? Maybe like, oh, I don't even want to say a number because I don't want to scare people. But think about the negative self talk that's like running through our minds. We are blocking ourselves every day, every day. And the things that we say to ourselves, we wouldn't say to our kids. Like, it would be child abuse. <laughs> like, it's so mean. We're so mean to ourselves. Like you look in the mirror and you go, I'm so fat. I'm not pretty. I'm this. So look at my wrinkles. Like we are so mean to ourselves and it's unnecessary. And so when you, whenever I, I would challenge you, whenever you catch, catch yourself a negative thought or telling yourself, you know, not to do something when you're about to talk yourself out of something, talk yourself back into it and do it and expect magic. And it's just all about when being in alignment pay attention. Look for the signs. They are there. You're just not paying attention. You're not connecting. So be, so tell the universe, hey, I'm ready to connect. I'm ready to receive. Let's talk. And I guarantee you, you will start to feel 
something, you'll be like, whoa, that's creepy. It's like almost having your own magic genie or something. Yeah. And even if it's going through something that's painful, pain mm-hmm. means pay attention. Yeah. Resistance too. Whenever you feel resistance toward anything, if something doesn't feel good, like that's the thing you're supposed to be doing. I know that sounds crazy, but even today with this podcast, I was so tired because I had such a long day and I'm I'm so overwhelmed. I have so many things to do. And I, I even messaged you. I was like, Oh my gosh, Pauline, I'm so tired. Right. But then I was like, Oh, if I could just reschedule this. And it's like, wait a minute, I'm resisting. I'm trying to get, it's not even about being tired. It was me resisting doing this show why? Because it would, it's me moving toward the thing I'm meant to be doing. And it's me talking myself out of it subconsciously. Like, Oh, don't do it today. Do it another time. I did the same thing with Nancy Levin. She was going to be on my podcast and I got scared and I was like rescheduling her. And then we rescheduled. And then there was another time where we were going to reschedule. And then now I don't know if she's going to be on my podcast. Cause I, I basically ruined that out of my own fear of feeling I wasn't ready or who am I to interview Nancy Levin? Like, you know what I mean? And she's the author of um, Permission to Put Yourself First and this book on boundaries, really amazing woman. I'm glad then that you pushed through and said yes to my podcast. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't try to go, Oh, I'm so tired. Can we reschedule? Like that was my fear. It wasn't even being tired. It was, it was stupid, unnecessary fear because I'm supposed to do this and not just this, but my own podcast. Like, it's like, Oh my gosh, this is real. It's real. It's real. You know, it's been always an idea and now it's real. So it's scary. And so that's the thing, whatever you fear, that is a, that's a sign, the direction you're supposed to be going in. The thing you talk yourself out of the thing that you you're scared to do, just say yes. See full circle. We came back to the saying yes. So just say yes. Whenever you're talking yourself out of something, talk yourself back into it because you had the thought and that was, that was your true inner being, your inner knowing that, that this is for you. It was like a download from the universe here, do this thing. And then you're like, yeah, I'll do that thing. Then you're like, no, I can't do that thing because X, Y, and Z reason. And then you don't do the thing. And then it's like, you never know now. What would have happened if I did the thing? Yeah. The 20 seconds of courage. Yes. 20 seconds of courage. And it doesn't even take 20 seconds. Yes. That took one second. (laughs) yes one second of courage that's oh my gosh you know what your listeners should do you should have like a little mini challenge or something or have everyone who's listening to this say yes to something that they were going to talk themselves out of doing like something comes up they're about to talk themselves out of it and then they actually said yes and did it have them like write you on instagram or something or, or call your google voice number and leave you a message telling you the story of what happened and then maybe bring them on the podcast and do a part two and have them share the story That would be so cool. Thank you for that idea. So if you're listening to this right now, we're going to challenge you to say yes. And we would love to hear your story about what happened. So uh, DM me on Instagram, One Leg Up Productions, and let me know if you said yes to something and you had that one second of courage, one second can change your life. This feels so good right now. I'm like getting so excited for everybody who's going to do this. Like, can you guys let me know too? I want to know too. I want to hear all about this. This is so yes. exciting. Yes. So what, uh, Rita, tell people where they can find you. So if they wanted to DM you to share what they're, what unfolded for them. And if they even wanted to start working with you. On mindset and like nutrition and all that fun stuff. Yeah, getting oh, in an so alignment. Fun. Getting in alignment. Yeah. That's what you do. 
Yes, I will get you into becoming a manifesting queen like me. <laughs> My Instagram is rawveganrita. So it'll be in the show notes. Awesome. Um, so if you're listening to this right now, your first assignment is to practice one second of courage and say yes to something that you normally would say no to. And then DM us about what unfolded because you exercised so your exciting. one second of courage. Yes. So exciting. Oh, I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. This was so good. And I want to encourage our listeners to stop using the four letter word, the F word. And it's not what you're thinking, guys. <laughs> it's fear. Okay. Stop using fear as your excuse to not take chances to not step out of your comfort zone and practice that one second of courage, which is, which is all bundled up into those three letters, yes. Well, there were so many takeaways from this episode. Saying yes builds up your confidence to keep saying yes to opportunities that keep you in the flow. Magic follows you if you're in alignment with your body, mind, and source. Don't let the imposter syndrome be an excuse to not say yes. We all have magic within us. The key to tap into it is to not block it by saying no. Everything happens for you, not to you. Through joy or pain, we are here to learn lessons. Experiences will continue to show up until the lessons are learned. In every experience, good or bad, ask yourself, what am I supposed to learn? How am I supposed to grow? Make peace with your past so you don't carry it with you into the present. Approach people with love, not fear. Your thoughts create your reality, so check your thoughts. So wow. thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Small Victories Podcast. And until we meet again, be blessed. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I was listening to it and taking notes and writing my own little takeaways. And as I was just listening to her say the takeaways, I was like, oh my gosh, those are like half of the ones that I wrote down. So she took away the same things I took away. So I'm sure you took away the same things, which is so exciting. It means it's resonating, right? And I have some takeaways that I'm going to share. But how funny is it that earlier when I was re when I recorded the intro and I was just kind of sharing with you what's going on, I mentioned Nancy Levin coming on this Saturday and I completely forgot that I even told Pauline about it and how I almost lost her as a guest because I let my fear get in the way. So yeah, she's going to be on. Oh my God, it's so exciting. It's like, I feel like a damn groupie. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to share the takeaways that I wrote down and some of them may be repetitive. So just bear with me, but I think that it doesn't hurt to hear some valuable insight more than once, right? You ready? Number one, don't block the flow by saying no. Saying yes takes you on a new path that leads you to your purpose. Number two, saying yes welcomes the lessons, the experiences, and the healing that grows you to the next level of you. Number three, be excited about the unknown. Expect magic and miracles instead of the worst possible outcome. Number four, forgive yourself and others and have gratitude to make peace with the past. Allow it to strengthen and up-level you by looking for the lessons and why it happened for you. 
number five, resistance is a sign for you to go in that direction because your dreams are on the other side of your comfort zone. Number six, to get into alignment, start to be conscious of what you put in, on, and around your body. Tune in to become aware of your thoughts, behaviors, patterns, and start noticing the signs that have been there all along. Number seven, catch yourself about to make an excuse to say no and say yes instead because one simple yes can change your life. Like for real, like saying yes will change your life. Like seriously, like that is the one thing you can do right now that will transform your life. Because guess what? If nothing changes, then nothing changes. So say yes to something or take action on something that you've been talking about doing forever. Just do something different. Make a big decision. Quit the job. Leave the guy. Move out on your own. Get a new place. Change your environment. Move to another state. Do something drastic, something radical, something crazy that you've been thinking about doing forever, that you've been talking yourself out of. Just fucking do it and watch the magic happen. Expect magic expect miracles because guess what the things that will happen are even better than you can even plan for yourself okay i'm dead ass serious like this is the story of my life anyway i love you so much thank you for listening thank you for hanging out with me here today yesterday the day before every time you're listening i love you i appreciate you i'm so grateful to you please share this with somebody that you think it will help that's why i'm doing this i'm on a mission to just share my message, share my healing and bring everything I've ever learned, the books I've read, the people I've met. I just want to bring it to you and to your friends and your family and help you in any way that I possibly can. So come hang out with us in the Facebook group and find me on Instagram at Raw Vegan Rita and at Trading Raw Stories. And I can't wait to talk to you next Tuesday. Okay, love you. Bye.